Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin', Fantasy Champions? What's I'm going excited on? about this episode today. Me too. Jumping into that dynasty content because we're talking about rookies. the NFL draft. It's kind NFL, of well, it's yeah. NFL draft prospects. I was trying to find uh, rookie ADP over here for uh, rookie mocks, and uh, my goodness, there's diversity in the mock community. There is it's too many tight end premium super flexes in the world. Can't get any like real rookie ADP. Yep. Anyway, welcome on in the fans champions Fantasy football podcast. Morgan Colby. Rick Lemon, uh, and we got some good stuff to get to today. We're going to talk about our individual. I got a list. It's going to be my top five because, hell, maybe I'll use freaking um, sleepers or not sleeper. Uh, yeah, your top five is fantasy to mine, fantasy but. pros fantasy pros ECR uh, for the for top five wide receivers. Um, but we're going to talk about our top five rookie wide receivers. Some differences that we have. Uh, why we like the players um, and why you should draft them or maybe not. Uh, Rick said there's one player I might talk him out of, so we'll see by the end of the show. Possibly yeah. talk him out of it. Um, I'll talk about more details in a second about how we're going to break this down, but before we jump into that, be sure to check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. If you're, uh, oh, I'm sorry. If you're, uh, if you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions, I'm, I'm like, I totally, I knew I forgot an Instagram. Area. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway, if you're listening to Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, be sure to sub, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Best way to support the show right now. We don't uh, offer any monetary, uh, subscription programs. Yep. But uh, anyway, um, you can you can support us by subscribing. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, click the bell for notifications, do all the good stuff, uh, and then like and comment. Comment is like the biggest one. Like we we want to get more views, we want to get more subs, we're yes. gonna get comments on our videos. So comment your favorite dynasty rookie wide receiver for the 2021 season. Just slide and in where there. you think they'll land, and where you think or they'll land, where you think they should land. Yeah, that's fair enough. So Thursday, uh, Tuesday show. Draft rankings. It was fun to do, uh, yep. but it was very long. It was so long. Uh, we'll we'll learn how to be more concise, I guess, in the future. Yeah, <laughs> or, try to cut it down or break down our rankings into like Sometimes forty straight. Blab on a little bit. Forty straight weeks of rank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do uh, top five and then top ten and then so on and so forth. I yep. don't know, but uh, anyway, this is only top five dynasty rookie wide receivers. I believe next week maybe we'll do quarterbacks or tight ends, or maybe we'll do running backs. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, right. let's jump right into the top five uh, dynasty rookie wide receivers. Um, I will base it off fantasy pros, and we're going to talk about some of the details. So how this is going to kind of work, I guess, is we'll break down um, each player. We, I don't want to spend two hours on what you'll get watching NFL Network or ESPN or yeah. Mel Kiper going, this guy has got great hip rotation moving to the left and right of the field, but I'm worried about his upward mobility going downfield. No, stop. We, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about why we like the player. Um, yeah. It's funny because Rick was talking about how he's, he's a film guy, watches film. I'm yeah, a, I'm a film guy. I'm an analytics guy. I watch film, but don't get anything out of it. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, it just screwed up the chair. Um, 
but I, I really don't get much out of it. Uh, besides, I mean, I do get out of it. I get a lot out of it. Yeah, I get, just, yeah, I just don't, I, I base a lot off analytics and, and, um, other circumstances. So anyway, let me fix my chair. Do you do that with, uh, quarterbacks too, or is it just positional players? Um, no, I watch a lot of film on quarterbacks. I have this guy I watch on YouTube, um, QB school. Yeah. I believe is his name. Um, yeah. He is, uh, he's fantastic. Uh, he, I helps me understand not only like quarterbacks and breaking down a quarterback, but also how the whole game works. Yep. I never play football. So, um, just what they see. And, uh, it's very helpful. So last year, you know, obviously did a lot of research on, on quarterbacks. And I think I nailed all my quarterbacks except for, uh, it wasn't hard not to nail a quarterback, I guess, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we'll do that. We'll talk about landing spots. We'll talk about a little bit about ADP um, and try to give you a, a clear picture for dynasty purposes, what these players are and how they'll influence your fantasy teams moving forward in 2020 and uh, or 2021, I should say. So let's jump right into it. Um, I think the number one for everyone at this point is Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's safe to, <laughs> safe to say. I, I, I feel like there's always the. There's some people that have Devontae Smith. Does Dynasty. Yeah, that's true. Number one. Um, I know, I think the fantasy footballers have Devonta Smith one. I could be wrong on that. But um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people. Because uh, uh, fantasy football uh, Twitter or Dynasty Twitter is very controversial. If you if you have any takes ever, yeah. they, got, they have to be controversial takes. Right. Maybe people jump out and say, Rondell Moore won. What are you doing, you idiots? I'm like, okay, <laughs> just relax. Um, I want to preface this whole discussion by saying all of this will change. These are pre-draft. This is our pre-draft top Pre-draft five. rankings, yeah. Kind so of. If, you, if you want like us to predict what player is going to be the best, I don't think it's it's good Cause yeah, because I have a balance of talent. I think it's a balance of talent and it and landing spots. So, you know, Jamar Chase might be ridiculously good at football, but there is a situation where if he lands in a bad landing spot uh, or, or lands with a bad team, he's not going to have the success you would like to see moving forward. So, I think you have to consider all elements. But for this, there is no landing spots. So we're going to consider those as we go forward. But anyway, I was going to say you added landing spots. Is that? What you think could happen, or is it, did you get that? Like, um, I I found in several different websites okay. an average draft. I I was trying to find. They really need somebody needs to put together like NFL mock draft ADP of all the people who do mock drafts, so yeah. I can see where the frick these guys are going. That would um, be a nice tool. It would be. See, this is what I'm saying. Trevor and, Lawrence, 100. Maybe, maybe it's not it's not worth doing for us because we're a fantasy football podcast. Yeah, just get hella confused, but. Anyway, so let's start off with Jamar Chase. I have him one. Rick uh, has him one as well. Yep. Um, for me, I think you know Rick can speak to more of the film aspect. I did watch uh, a bunch of film on him uh, a couple days ago and today, even to prepare for the show. And he's just ridiculous. Like uh, I was, I was talking about how against legit top corners. level yes. corners, he was on press coverage in in freaking playoff games. And then, you know, to play for the national championship and he was just dominating people. And, and I think one of the things that you have to talk about too, is like, 
like everyone talks about route running and if they like the guy, they're like, oh, he's a good route runner. And I feel like it's so friggin' subjective. It's ridiculous. But Jamar Chase really is a great runner. But I think what sets him apart is his ability to catch in traffic. And, yeah. and when you watch him on film, like some of these guys, like when you when you watch, when I watched Henry Ruggs last year on film for Alabama, there was no real ability to catch in traffic. It was just, he yeah. was really friggin' fast. And some guys are really great route runners, but they have no ability to catch in traffic. And this guy just, he makes it look, he makes people look silly sometimes yep um he also had a very good quarterback so i'll take that with a grain of salt he did he did but man watched him on film dude he's he's ridiculous yeah i wouldn't say he's the best receiver that i've seen on film like i think yeah, julio and hopkins right. like those guys are insane but he's he's up there man he his his ability to impress man too to get off yeah Yep. It's fantastic. And that's great. His hands are great. As you said, his catching in traffic is great. His route running is great. The thing with Jamar Chase, he doesn't really do anything bad. Which is um, scary because... That is scary. Because that leads to good NFL. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it does. Yeah, I think yeah, it you're, does. you're right. You're right. Well-rounded, guys. I, I feel like I feel like any guy um, that comes in the NFL and you're like, oh my God, this guy's ridiculous. There's no I've way heard he people, busts. And then people he compare him to Odell. And I feel like that's like... Unfair. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just like the LSU connection. I'm not really like I don't see a ton of Odell when I watch yeah, him. Right, but he's still. I mean, he's ridiculous. I understand the Devontae Smith love and why a lot of people have him won because of the college year he had. I mean, arguably the best college year from wide receiver. It's funny of all because time. Jamar Smith had. I mean, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. I said I mixed the two names together. <laughs> Um, Jamar Chase had literally in 2019. Oh, arguably ridiculous. one of the best. Yeah. Wide receiver seasons, if not as maybe a nineteen the year best old. as a nineteen year old in college football history, uh, with uh, Joe Burrow. But then Devonta Smith comes in and gets eighteen hundred yards and twenty three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. So he broke both the touchdowns and the yards on Jamar Chase. I just think if Jamar Chase played another year in college football instead of opting out this year, that he probably would have smashed everything. And uh, I don't think he would have broken records, but doing it two years in a row would have really set him apart from Devonta, uh, Devonta Smith. Um, so right now I have some, some metrics and some information. Sure. Um, so he is, uh, he's 21 years old right now. He's six feet tall, 208 pounds, 19 years old, or, uh, if this is 19.5, so he's 19 and a half, uh, when he broke out. Um, and so we have average NFL wide receiver one college metrics, uh, or, or, uh, I guess you could say these are, um, measurements yep i i in a way uh with the breakout age but this is in the nfl a wide receiver one if you've landed as a wide receiver one what your average college metrics and breakdowns were um his average the average breakout age is 19 he uh the average weight is 210 and the average height is 61 so just to have that in your head for the rest of the show as we talk about this jamar chase checks every box at six feet tall 208 pounds and a 19 year old breakout age um he is also i don't know where he ran this 40 time (laughs) i don't know where he ran it i I didn't couldn't find any information i just know that he did uh he ran a 4 4 40 so he said he ran a 4 4 yeah yeah, just like the Google. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. like just Google. Just told oh, you. yeah, just Google forty <laughs> time. You'll find out. But anyway, he ran a four four uh, forty yard dash, and which is really good, and it's it's like fast, I guess. But um, I, think, I guess I guess. But I, I think the interesting thing for uh, Jamar Chase is that he he does have a lot of um, like he doesn't have top end speed where no. you see like Henry yeah. Ruggs or Tyreek Hill. You know, I, I say Henry He's Ruggs because last year's class. But he, yeah, I think the thing for him is that he gets to his top speed really quickly, 
Um, he just doesn't have the same speed as other players, but I don't think you necessarily need that. Now, four, yeah. f- four, f- four forty is <laughs> it's pretty freaking good. So, so just to just to put all the puzzle pieces together on Jamar Chase, I think he really is the number one, absolutely the number one guy. Opinion, like, yeah. I, I don't think there's another player in this class that I would take ahead of him. I wouldn't either, because so, like you said, there's no real draw. He passes the analytic uh, yeah. view, and he passes Always. the the um he gets a pass on both the analytics and yeah. the tape. Right. Um, I think I don't know where he's going right now for ADP, but uh, as far as yeah. as far as landing spots are concerned, I see him anywhere from like three to uh to like seven. It depends on the league. Stupid part two because I. Oh, you mean like for dynasty? Yeah, dynasty ADP. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh. I said three to seven, but that's in, that's meaning he's going meaning in the NFL draft, but in, <laughs> in dynasties, yeah. In in super flex leagues, he is probably going somewhere between five to seven. Yeah, is what I would think. And um, in in regular dynasty leagues, it's two or three, he's probably two or three is yep. where I would I would peg him. I'm gonna try to bring up the ADP, but anyway, um, since Rick jumped in on the actual NFL draft because it's very confusing, um, Jamar Chase right now. Is going in the top 10. Would you disagree with that? or I would be shocked if he doesn't go top 10. Okay, so there's three teams in the top 10 that I think he would be willing to go to. That's Cincinnati. That's Miami. Yep. And then that's Philadelphia. Yep. And uh, and then you could also say the New York Jets, but I don't think they're going to go wide receiver too. Right. So, uh, you know, out of those, I think it's out of those three teams that he ends up going. Um, if, if you had to choose one definite, like he's going to go to that team, which one would it be? I well, I would definitely not choose the Eagles. That's the one that would be out for me. Okay, it would be either the Bengals or Dolphins. I feel like he's gonna get more opportunity if he goes to the Dolphins. Yeah. But with the Bengals, he's with Joe Burrow, um, which I just wouldn't be able to pass up on that. Right. I would. I, so I would say the Bengals, mm-hmm. even though there would be a lot of mouths to feed at that point, and they'd still have not a good offense. I don't. Point. I think Tyler Boyd would be dead in the water. To be honest with you, I think they would cut. See, him. See, right. I don't know because well, I, well, they definitely wouldn't cut him. No, he'd just be a slot receiver, but I don't think he would get as much because he would play the role of T. Higgins. But yeah, no, I do agree with you. I I think Tyler Boyd would be the odd yeah. man out. So for me, it's like if he would if he ended up with the if the Jets. I don't mind if, the Dolphins though. Too. If the Jets just took a shot in the dark and shocked everyone and drafted this wide receiver too, um, uh, I would hate my life, and he'd probably end yeah. up like five spots down my list. I would um, still, I'd still rather him. Is it weird to say that I'd rather him on the Jets than the Eagles? Actually, I don't know. No, no. I, but the Jets and the Eagles to me are the worst landing spots for yeah. for him. Um, Bengals and Dolphins are good. I would say the Dolphins actually is probably a better landing spot because he would have more opportunity. That's fair. Yeah, I yeah. do think he would. He would be the alpha. But 100%. he would. He would if he gets drafted by the Bengals or the Dol- the, the Dolphins. He remains my wide receiver one. Wide receiver one in dynasty. Um, but Jets if or he Eagles, gets though, Jets, uh, <laughs> Eagles, Eagles, he could still be the wide Eagles, receiver. One. Yeah, maybe. But the Jets, know. if he goes to the New York Jets, man, I I'm not on board with that at all. I think he's going to be absolute. Hot I don't trash. know, dude. I, not hot trash. Like, he, Jamar Chase will be good in the NFL. I just mean I hate the Jets so much. Don't be honest. Yeah. With me. they ruin everything. I don't know. Yeah, it would it would be much harder if he goes to one of those two spots. Yeah. But if it's if it's Bengals or Dolphins, he's clear kind of number one. So. If he goes to the Dolphins, and I've I've said this, like if he goes to the Bengals, I think he has a really good shot at being like a wide receiver two next year, somewhere between yep. thirteen and twenty four. Like yep. I could see that happening for him. If he gets drafted by Miami, 
Did I say Miami already? Was that Cincinnati? I can't remember. No, you didn't. I think it was Cincinnati. Cincinnati would be a 13 to 24. 24, I think with the Dolphins, he has a better chance to finish between 13 to like 17. Yeah. But he has the better chance with the Dolphins of being a wide receiver one. Yep. I think that's fair. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Where I I think. Yeah. I I, I know. Nothing. Um, I, I literally saw somebody on my computer is playing a video game and invited me to play mid podcast. So there's stuff, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So I, I think for me, like if he goes to the Eagles or the jets, he's going to end up like a wide receiver four, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Eagles. Yeah. Maybe not like, I, I know you hate the Eagles, but I, there's some uh, offensive dude, production there to be had. I don't know. I don't think they're going to throw the ball a lot either. Okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Okay, uh, fair enough. So, yeah, uh, Jamar Chase, number one guy. Uh, let's move on to uh, the number two guy, Devonta Smith. The ECR has him on Fantasy Pros as the number two wide receiver. His um, name is spelled Devonta, is that but a, people... How do you say his name then? I've heard Devonta. Devonta Smith? Yeah. Devonta Smith? Okay, whatever. But you can you can do either, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I've if heard it's, both, if it's so. like it's a, it's like Devonte, it's usually I say Devonte. Like apostrophe on the yeah, top. I don't know. I don't know nothing about this. So anyway, Devonte. We'll say Devonte. Okay, for fun. Devonte Smith. So uh, right now, I have him two. You have him two as well. I have him three. I. You have him three. I didn't put him on the list for you. So you but have he, him three. Ugh, it, he's like it, it's a toss up between him and the other guy. That okay. I have. So so you could say two. I was I was fighting. Yeah, we'll just leave him at three for you. Um, But I was fighting whether or not to put Rashad Bateman ahead of Devonta Smith, which sounds insane to a lot of people. But um, Devonta Smith literally had a a legendary historical wide receiver one season, uh, or wide receiver one season, but a uh, college football wide receiver season. He won the freaking Heisman, which doesn't usually happen for skill position players, generally speaking. Yeah. You have to have a great season. You would have to have a ridiculous season. season. So Devonta Smith did do a great job. Um, I was watching a fellow fantasy football compadre. Is that the right way of saying that? I don't know. But they said they watched, um, I think it was Nick Ercolano from BDGE. He said that he watched, last year he watched Jerry Judy and uh and henry ruggs to prepare and what he does what he likes to do to prepare for you know uh draft content is he watches a couple of games against the toughest opponents for players yeah so he watched just three games four games of alabama straight through no like highlights nothing just watched four games from alabama straight through and he said he was like i like jerry judy i like henry ruggs but uh devonta devonte smith popped off the screen for him yeah, and he said that guy's the best wide receiver on on that team right now. So obviously, I feel like he really likes Devonta Smith. Um, I like him, but there are a lot of concerns because he is very, very, very small. And I said that like even when you look at even when you look at like him as a as a like I watched him get the freaking Heisman and I was like, this yeah, kid looks he's, like small. He's so we talked about that 19 year breakout. Devonta Smith is literally red in two of those categories because he's thirty five pounds lighter than he needs to be, which you can fix. You I can don't just think, hit that hit the gym. He can fix that. I don't even think he needs to get thirty five pounds of muscle. Is that too much? I don't work out. That's <laughs> so, an insane amount. That's <laughs> ridiculous. How, how long would it take him to get there? Um. Probably a year and a half. Yeah, he's just he's lanky. He looks like a freaking NBA. He looks like an NBA prospect. 
Yeah, he like does. Like in the NBA, like the number I one overall say, pick looks I, very To small. me with Devontae Smith, I, I, I've i had him rank three. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to put him two because you convinced me otherwise too, and, I, and I've been thinking about yeah. it as well. He's he he's number two guy for me. I don't think he needs to be two two oh five, right? What do you have? What's the average weight? Two ten. Two ten. I don't think he needs to get to two ten, because he doesn't need to be huge, but he does need to put on at least some weight. Some because in, weight in the on. NFL, when he's playing against corners that are huge and do weigh two ten, <laughs> they're going to smashed. he's going to get pushed around. Now, yeah. granted, Chad Ochocinco slash Chad Johnson was one seventy five. Yep. And he says, and he's a bit, and he's been on Twitter defending Devontae Smith, saying you don't need to be big, like yeah. you can be, you and can be strong, you can be a strong one seventy five. Averages, I will say this: averages also a lot of the times include the smaller guys, and um, you know what I yeah. mean. Like it, this is just, it's just an average of what you see and what you want from a player. So he's obviously on the small side, but the chances of an outlier being really good, like a Chad Ochocinco, are very, very, very. Uh, low yeah like if you have a straight outlier like devonta smith which i would say is pretty safe to say right now um he's he's not necessarily big and and as fast as you would like him to be i every every you look at the metrics for devonta smith this is why i want to rank him three or four it's because he he runs a he they're expecting him to run a low four five like he's gonna run he might run a four six Hopefully yeah. he doesn't run a four six at his well, pro that's day because so, that's bad. But he's like, a, yeah, he's he's not quick. Well, he's quick, but he's not he fast. Quick. He's not fast. Um, yeah. He had a late breakout age, and he's really small. So the question is, what happened in Alabama? And Rick said they just drew up a lot of. Really, he, he was really extremely. Great plays for I mean, he not which is not trying to take anything away from him. Yeah, because he was fantastic. Yeah, but especially towards like the end of the year, there was just so many plays where. They would just drop. His scheme wise was perfect for Devontae Smith. Right, right. And teams didn't double team him. I don't know why. Maybe because uh, they're everybody other than Alabama in college is stupid. But Jalen Waddle. Well, he didn't. He only played in six games. Jalen Waddle did. Yeah, he was okay. injured for most of the season. Interesting. So because he was he was actually the number one guy going into the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he got hurt, Devontae Smith t- just took off. But he's one of those guys that analytic community doesn't like him. I don't There's like a lot him. of people that don't like him, yeah, like I'm not Morgan. excited about, and him. even me, I'm not. I'm. Not, I wouldn't say I don't like him. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm kind of indifferent. I want to keep watching more film on him. I. I want to go deeper into the analytics with him. Yeah. I want to see how it progresses. Where's the next spot? I want to see stuff. why. Like Devonte Smith is as like outside of just looking at his numbers, right, and saying right. like, oh my god, he had 1,800 yards and 23 touchdowns. Like lo- outside of looking at that, what makes Devonte Smith? A really, really great wide receiver, and why will he be a re- really, really great wide receiver in the NFL? Because I, I don't see it. Like yeah. I, I physically, I want, I like, I feel like he can be good in the NFL, but like, I just being that small, he's he's gonna get freaking dominated by CB ones. If you want to say that, the number one quarterbacks in the league. Here's the thing, corner, corner. There are NFL players, and not just NFL, but in every sport, that just don't look the part. And they they actually that analytically they are not the part yeah but they are just good players they are just just good football players yeah or good basketball players they're just good athletes good anything really they're just good at the game right yeah they're not necessarily the best athlete but they're good at the game Devontae Smith to me is one of those guys he finds a way to make the catch he finds a way to get open he finds a way to to do what he has to do okay and I think because of that he'll be 
a at least a good NFL receiver. Mm-hmm. It's just the question of will he be a great NFL receiver? Yeah, yeah, I, and I. And the analytics do scare you. I, mean, I, I think for, for Devonta Smith, like uh, Devontae Smith, for Rick's Whatever you want to call him, bro. Jamar Chase, like, I feel like he could go to the Eagles or the Jets and actually still be really good because yeah. he's a talented wide receiver. And I'm not saying that Devontae Smith is not a talented wide receiver, but there is this part of me that feels like if he goes to, because I, th- I feel like this is like 25% feeling. <laughs> okay. Just have a feeling about a player. But I, I I have this feeling that if he ends up in a really bad landing spot and it's a yeah, place where he Eagles. just can't have success, like the Eagles or the Jets, then he is going to have a really, really tough time adjusting to the NFL game. Yeah. And and he needs a smart coach and a good quarterback in order to have success. And if that those two uh, things see, don't none go of those with landing it, spots excite me except the Dolphins. So so right now we're looking at I found a website that told me five landing spots for possible. He's probably going to be there are some people that said he could he could be jumping into the top ten. There are some people that say he's middle of the first round. So I, I don't know where he's gonna end up like I saw a mock that had the Patriots grabbing Devontae Smith. I was gonna say there's two teams that aren't on this list. Yeah. Of any of the wide receivers that could draft a receiver, and I think the Patriots and Ravens. I just as far as like landings, because I think he's gonna go back into the first, maybe the top twelve. I'm uh, not back into the first round, back into the top ten or yes. in the yeah, top I don't think he falls to, to fifteen. I don't think he falls to fifteen. So in that group of teams, you have obviously the Eagles, the Lions, the Giants, the Bengals, and the yeah. Dolphins. Now, Dolphins we talked about would be in a decent landing spot. He might even get taken by the Bengals. And that might be an okay landing spot. I don't think that the Bengals are going to take a wide receiver. I don't think the Bengals take Devonta yep. <sighs> Smith. I think they take Jamar Chase. Or they take um, the uh, other guy Penny from LSU uh, later in the draft. What's his name? There's another guy from LSU. A receiver? Yeah. I forgot. What For the Bengals? Oh, oh, um, uh, Terrence, Terrence Marshall. Marshall? So, yeah, yeah that, that either one of those guys could go to. Um, I think the Bengals are going to go O line, though. Yeah, yeah, that's but well, that's why I think Terrence Marshall a little later in the draft. Yeah, yeah. The Bengals right. could go in that direction. But um, I think that there's a good chance that the Giants take Devontae Smith. I've heard a lot of connections to the yeah. Giants. Um, I, I, I don't, the, I don't love it. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the worst. I don't love it. It could either. be worse. I guess. It, it depends how good Daniel Jones ends up being, to be Dan, honest. Danny freaking dime. If, he, if he's the same quarterback he's been statistically, then that's yeah. going to not be good. But if he can take a jump and is a player that the Giants hope he is, mm-hmm. then that'll actually be a good spot. I, I've heard a lot with the Lions, too, with Devontae Smith. If they let Marvin Jones walk and Kenny Galladay walk, that they're going to take a receiver. Um, even if they franchise tag Kenny Galladay, there's a chance they might take a receiver. Mm. Um, I wouldn't love that. <laughs> Maybe if both guys walk, so he gets like all the targets, then maybe. But it's the Lions. Like I don't know. The Lions are. I was thinking about it. Um, I was driving today, and I was thinking about. It. I'm like, do the Lions fit like Devonte Smith, or like even if Jamar Chase falls that far? I've seen him mock into the Lions as well. The, the Jamar Chase definitely. Not. I would hate Jamar Chase in the Lions. But I'm like, but you see, here's the here's Devontae the difference. Smith. I think a lot of fits. people are like looking at the Lions right now and thinking. Oh my God, golf blows! Oh my God, their their offense is not going to be good. They you know they don't like the coach, and I'm like, let's not forget that um, Jared Goff has has been a part of an offense with multiple wide receiver ones. Yeah. And I understand that's a, a different system, and there's a lot of things I don't like about Jared Goff, and we'll talk about that over the course of the offseason. But I don't think the Lions are a horrible landing spot for a guy like Devonte Smith. I don't either, and like I definitely have big questions with. Jared Goff, and I think one of them is throwing the ball down the field. 
which stinks for Jamar Chase because I think he's one of the best at going down the field and making those big plays. Whereas Devonta Smith, uh, Devontae Smith can go he can that. do that as well, but he's more of a like mid range kind of guy. Um, yeah, he plays NBA, he, NBA terms. I noticed when, but, I was, when I was watching like his, when I was watching film on him, he plays a lot of the weak side. Yeah, even he doesn't play a lot of slot, but he's on the weak side and he does play inside. Um, like some of the time. So yeah, he he, he they moved him around a lot, yeah. and I think he could fit like a Robert Woods type of role if right, they wanted right. to go that way. Um, for Jared Goff and could be a security blanket. So mm-hmm. I think that'd be okay. I still wouldn't be excited about it. Okay. Um. Are you officially keeping him at two or moving him to three? I'm going to keep him at two for now. Okay. So it sounds good. Um, yeah, if he goes to the Giants, the Lions, or the the Bengals, I think he's okay. Eagles and Jets, I'm, a, I'm afraid. And uh, and the Dolphins, I think, are the only team for me that I would be I would be I actually be excited about because I think they can draw up plays similar to how um, Alabama drew up plays for Devontae Smith. And I think they, they really do need another wide receiver to, to pair with, with Devontae Parker. So, you know, yes. put the, put the Vontae's together. Maybe, maybe you'll have a good wide yeah. receiver core. but I, I would like them on the dolphins. I just don't think the dolphins are going to take Devonta Smith at th- what are they four? Uh, three, three. I don't think they're going to, well, take they have three and 17, I think. Yeah. So Just, if he falls to 17 and they take a tackle, I think the Dolphins might take Devontae Smith, but I don't think he makes it to 17. So I think they would rather the Jamar Chase, though, if they're going to take a wide receiver at three. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Let's talk about the number three guy on the ECR on Fantasy Pros. They have uh, Kyle Pitts, who you can consider a tight end slash wide receiver, but we didn't put him on this. He'll be on the tight end show because we got to talk about him somewhere. Um, they have Rashad Bateman, num- number three, Rashad Bateman, who is like, I hate this cause I feel like mine are just m- like matching with that. What do you have? Yeah. Bateman? Four. Okay. I'm in love r- with Rashad. And I thought Bateman. that was high, but I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Um, he is, he's, he has, uh, so the only other guy, and I have this color coded chart that I'm looking at right now. He has all the tools. The only other guy that has everything that we were talking about in Jamar chase, uh, in terms of height, weight, breakout analytically, age, yeah. analytically speaking, is Rashad Bateman. He's six two, so he's taller than the, the than the projected wide receiver one average. He has two hundred and ten pounds, and he broke out at eighteen years old as a rookie. Yeah, he's a beast. Now he goes to Minnesota. So let's <laughs> who is he dominating? <laughs> who know? was he dominating? Take that with a grain of salt. Rashad Bateman kind of reminds me a little bit of like. And I don't want to say he might be this year's Justin Jefferson because I feel like it's early and it depends on landing spot. Yeah. But Justin Jefferson was like, what, fourth, fifth best wide receiver in the class. Everyone was yes, kind of hesitant yep. on him. You know, he did go to LSU, so he had some Bro, real had competition. But um, Bateman, to me, yep. looks like that where he might, he's going to he's gonna yes. end up being a mid to late first round pick. And I even have some of the teams that I have listed for him, the Browns, mid to late first yeah, round. Dolphins that's could like use the 17 yeah. overall for him. And then the Packers. Those are all very, to me, the, the Browns a little less. Like, he'll get opportunity on the Browns because I think they they I, I think they might move on from Odell this year um, and go in the direction of a younger wide receiver. But so the Browns are a little bit more questionable, but the Dolphins and the Packers are two really great landing spots for Bateman. And um, he could even slip into the second round. I've seen him get mocked into the first round a lot. So I, I like him in that first round, 
But I, I, if he ends up a second round pick, you know, you could see him get drafted by a much, much better team than normal. Like this, that's what happened to Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah, he ended up a middle. Was he was he a first round pick or a second round pick? He was a first round pick. He was like twenty two. So he ended up he ended up on a team Overall. that had a good offense, a good structure yeah. around him, and had the ability to get targets in the offense, basically replacing Stephen Diggs. And that's what I see with Bateman. If he goes to the Packers. He could fill that second role with the Packers. If he goes to the Dolphins, he could fill that second role uh, next to Devontae Parker, and he could get 120, 130 targets in his rookie season and have that wide receiver one breakout. The only concern I have with Rashad Bateman, I watched him on film, he looks great. I look at the analytics, he looks great. My only concern with him is that he went to Minnesota (laughs) and he faced no one. Yeah, that, that same with me, but man, he looks legit too. And he's got all the tools to be that guy. I think the Justin Jefferson comparison is actually fair. Yeah. Um, he also runs a, I want to say this, he also runs a, um, I think it was a 437 yeah. at some, I, mean, he's built, I don't right? know, I don't know what Exos Combine is, but EXOS Combine. If you're 62. If you're in the, hop in the comments and let me know what that is because I have no idea what it is. But anyway, he, he ran a 437 there. He's 6'2", 210. 208. Or 208. No, was it? He's two, set 210. Two, no, yeah, he's 210. And, and he runs a 437. <laughs> I mean... That's ridiculous. I, I I really want to rank him too. And watching I him, so badly want to rank watching him, him on film. Ridiculous. He's he's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But that is a concern. The Minnesota that like Jalen Rieger last year looked ridiculous, and he was playing against. He was on TCU, and yeah. then the NFL it looked like he it couldn't just handle wasn't the, the same. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, is that going to be the same? It's not that like we've seen great players come from small schools. Or not yeah. Minnesota's not small, There's, but. There's also not a lot of like receivers that you find in the NFL draft that are fast and physically big yeah you know what i'm saying like you look at you look at like right. like we're going to talk about Jalen waddle in a second 510 182 small that's why i like uh the uh, other he's expected to run a sub four three you see another guy uh rondale moore who we probably will talk on this podcast beast five nine 180 yeah, pounds five nine, big eight. uh he's gonna run a four three three and he's really good and he's big but you don't see that six two two ten yeah, like I, he everything lines up for Bateman, and I'm I'm getting sweaty. But, so the problem is I did this last year and it didn't work out in his rookie year, but I mean he could still be a great player. It's Denzel Mims was like this too. He was like six three. Yeah, went to Baylor. Now, granted, I think Bateman's actually a better prospect. Yeah, Denzel Mims went to the Jets though. True, and you know me, I'm a landing spot guy. So if he goes somewhere bad, I'm not in on it. Right. But. If he goes somewhere good, I will run around. Mims my, was okay. You know, we're going to be watching the NFL draft together. We should yeah. just find a way to stream it because I'm. I will run around a house naked. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be half passed no out one wants that to night. See but that. Um, <laughs> you'll have to wake me up every two seconds. Anyway, but That's true. Hey, you just Google uh, Bateman. You can see some potential landing spots that people yeah. talk about. I've seen the Ravens. Oh, yeah, I know that's going to be gross. The Chiefs. That would be awesome. Yeah. Dolphins is a sneaky option. Bengals. Patriots. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh, Titans, that's an interesting one because Corey. Well, if they let Corey Davis walk, I wouldn't like it. You can't but. put my two. I think Bateman might be one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL at the end of the next year, and you can't put them both on the same team. So <laughs> you'd be big Titans fan. <laughs> yeah, every Titans game. Um, do you have anything else on Bateman, or can we move no, on? No, we can move on. All right. So number four on the list for uh, the ECR on FantasyPros.com is, is it Rondale Moore? Are you kidding me? I didn't. Re- I did not copy yeah. this. I swear to God, I did not copy this. <laughs> Rondell Moore um, is Rondell Moore, and I. I was just talking about Rondell Moore a second ago, and there is concerns for me with Rondell Moore in terms of yep. his size. A lot of guys that run a sub four, uh, a sub four four, 
you know, are are five nine one eighty. Like you look at Jalen Waddle, and he is literally five ten one eighty. And it's like when you see that kind of you know size, it, it does scare you away. And the only person in the NFL right now that I see having that kind of success at that size is Tyree Kill. Yeah, and he's in the most ridiculous offense in the NFL. So, so yeah, I, I think for me, Rondell Moore, he does need a good landing spot. Absolutely. Um, yes. But the breakout age is the thing that, like we talk about, what is breakout age? You know what I mean? And how does how does it affect the player? It's essentially them. You know, uh, I heard somebody describe it as uh, you have a not a fully developed manly body yet, and you walk into the college game <laughs> with a high school body and dominate, and that's Rondell Moore. And like even when I just when you watch this kid, have you looked? Have you looked him? He's like he's small because he's five nine. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the picture of his quads? Like that was going around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. But he's one hundred and eighty pounds. Devonte Smith is one seventy five. Like and and uh, he's also four inches taller than Rondale Moore. So Rondale Moore is he's physical. He's fast. I think he's going to be a really great wide receiver in the NFL. The only concern for me is obviously landing spot, but this is another one of those guys late. He could end up in the top 10. He could end yep. up in the top 15, or he could end up a late first round pick. It really could go anyway. <laughs> I've even seen mocks with him and Bateman in the early second round too. Yep. Yep. So um, I, I mean, as far as Rondell Moore is concerned, I, I don't know where he's going to go in the NFL draft, but I have a couple of teams. So what are your thoughts on Rondell Moore? Yeah, he's, he's um, Dude, he's explosive. The most explosive player in this draft, him and Jalen Waddle, I think. Mm-hmm. Very similar when it comes to that, but you can easily make the argument it's Rondo yeah, Moore right. as the most explosive. Um he he's not like he doesn't go up and from what I've seen at least, I gotta mm-hmm. do more on Rondo Moore and Bateman. Those two I've been slacking on in film, but from what I have seen, mm-hmm. he doesn't really go up and make a ton of contested catches. Um but man, they use him though. Or the way NFL teams could use him, it's it's hard for a guy his size right. to be like. Yeah, he can be physical. Well, that's what I'm saying though. For someone who's five nine, yeah, 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 you're not going to see much of that from him. I don't think at least. Yeah. Uh, but if he goes in the right situation, he's an absolute weapon, kind of yeah. like Lavishka Chenault was last year, but he's mm-hmm. more explosive. Yeah, Lavishka Chenault. Yeah. Um, if, if they can use him in the backfield. They can use him as a vertical threat if they wanted to. Use him in multiple different ways. If he goes to the right situation, like the Chiefs, bro, watch out. Like he would move way up my board. I have him at five right now, just because I'm not sure about landing spots. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So right now, I looked up, did a little research today on some landing spots, and these are kind of the average places that he's been dropping. So there are rumors. Like I said, I have the Dolphins in a lot of areas because they have two first-round picks. They're going to take a receiver. They have two first-round picks. They're going to take a receiver most likely. Now, it is more likely for me. Like This is why when I look at Jamar Chase, I think the Bengals situation is looking more likely um, every single day because it's either the Bengals and it might end up being the Lions, but it just... Like he's gonna go in the top ten, and it's like which team is gonna take him? I, I feel like at this point, I would say I put my I put like money on the Bengals for some reason. I don't know why, but the Dolphins I feel like are gonna with that number three overall pick or number four overall, overall pick, they're gonna take a tackle. Like I feel like that's number three overall. Yeah, um, I think they're gonna yeah, take a tackle probably. So if they do that, they're gonna use the later first round pick on the wide receiver. Yeah, um, and so they're in. They're also in the discussions for Rondale Moore. 
Um, the Lions are in discussions for Rondale Moore. They're going to be a – if they draft Rondale Moore, it'll be in the top ten. So I don't – do they have two first-round picks or just one? The, the Lions. The Lions yeah. have one, I believe. So, yeah, if they take Rondale Moore, it's either going to be a trade back or – he like, might fall to them. I don't know. Yeah, actually. in the second round. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I put on here because I think that if they do draft the second wide receiver, um, he kind of fits what they do and what they want to do perfectly. Yep. Um, and then and then this was actually on a website I saw the number one landing spot for Rondell Moore on mock drafts uh, for the NFL draft is is the Los Angeles Chargers. And I would love that. <laughs> the downfield. Would that would literally that. be a perfect landing spot for Rondell Moore. Yeah. Because you have Keenan Allen on the inside. You have the speed of Rondell Moore on the outside. Like, it would it would be a perfect fit for him. Right. I think all those spots are pretty good, except maybe the Lions. I would be too I agree. Um, I think Rondell Moore could be one of those surprising, uh, I guess, wide receiver twos that a lot of people see as, like, the four. Like, we have them four here. Um, he's probably going to go off the four, you know, go off as the third or fourth wide receiver in rookie drafts, maybe even the fifth or sixth wide receiver. Cause I don't see a lot of people besides, um, at Adam Hutchison <laughs> ranking him, True, you know, yeah. very, very high. I've uh, actually seen a lot of people, um, be do the opposite. Yeah. 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 I've been down on him. So Except the quad I, picture. I feel like we'll see as, as rookie mocks start coming out and we get more information on all that stuff that we'll see whether or not Rondale Moore is going to go up in drafts or down in drafts where his stock really goes. I think the second he does a pro day, right, he runs a sub 4-3 or he runs a, a sub 4-3-5, I'll say. I'm not going to put him in the twos, but he runs wicked fast. Everyone's going to be like, take their pants off. We Yeah, we're, we, we need to draft him now. So I do like Rondale Moore. As far as next season, I do want to see landing spot. I don't want to dive too much into some of the landing spots, but if he goes to the Chargers, he might even move up like if you see Devontae Smith, if I see Devontae Smith go to the Eagles or the Giants, and then Rondale Moore goes to the Chargers, Rashad Bateman goes to the Packers, and uh, Jamar Chase goes to the Bengals, freaking Devontae Smith is going to be like four or five for me, which is ridiculous. So we, we got to yeah. see the landing spot. But the last guy that we'll talk about is Jalen Waddell, who, uh, you know, I hate to go exactly the way that these freaking rankings on Fantasy Pros went. I guess I know what I'm doing. Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Jalen Waddle, I do not like Waddle. I okay. actually would, I might say I like Terrence Marshall more than Jalen Waddle. Okay. Um, and, and the only reason why, the only reason why I say that is because there, he doesn't, he literally does one thing well. And I noticed with Alabama's offense, I can't wait for next year when the, uh, the late breakout wide receivers on Alabama get drafted way too high again. But Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, I wanted to say this about Waddle, and I wanted to say this about Devontae Smith. To be fair with their breakout age, it's not good. Their breakout age is not good for either one of those guys. But to be yeah. fair, they were sitting behind Jerry Judy and right, Henry right. Ruggs for a couple years. And that's how it works in Alabama. You get a high-level prospect coming out of high school who says, I want to play for Alabama, and they have to sit for a couple years before they get a chance to really break out. So if you find a wide receiver who has a good breakout age on Alabama and gets into the NFL draft and is that good, then you should definitely be like, okay, this guy's good because Alabama does it that way. Now, they have they run a very interesting offense in Alabama where they usually have a, a top end, blow the top off the defense, like speed guy, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, right? And then they have an alpha big dog wide receiver that can play strong side and weak side on the outside as well. 
So that for the you know that for Alabama this year was Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle was the Henry Ruggs of the previous season for them. And so Rick told me that Waddle likes to uh, that he's better than Ruggs in terms 100%, of 100 in my in terms of route running and stuff like that. Which I will I you know I'll give that to Rick. I don't know. From, but, see, this is where I, this is the one player that I'm going to disagree. I. I don't love Waddle necessarily. I don't like Waddle at all. I but I definitely he's... like him a lot more than you. Uh, I think a lot of people do. But... And compared to Rugs, to me, is <laughs> yeah. not fair. First of all, Jalen Waddle, the only thing that um, is comparable to Rugs is speed. So you say the only thing he does well is speed. He's he's a good which route runner. Which to me runner. is just... true for Rugs, but not for he. Not only is he a good route runner, he, I think he's a better route runner than Rondo Moore. I think he's a better route runner than. Actually, I don't know. I think it's debatable between him and Bateman, and I think you can make the argument that he's a better route runner than Bateman. Yeah. I mean, he he's lightning quick, not just fast, but quick. You know how Jerry yeah. Duty makes those cuts and stops, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like the Alabama thing? Uh, to me, Waddle does the exact same thing. Um, He's he's an absolute explosive. He reminds yeah. me of Odell. He's the He reminds me more of Odell than Jamar Chase. And I'm not saying because Jamar, I still believe Jamar Chase is much better than yeah, 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 Jalen yeah, Waddle, but just their play styles. To me, he's the type of guy that will make a quick route on a slant, catch it from for like eight yards, mm-hmm. and then take it to the house. Out of all the five of these guys, to me, I, yeah. I mean, Jamar Chase could do that too. I think, and even Rondo Moore and Bateman, they're all very talented. But I think Waddle could do that the most efficiently or effectively. The mm-hmm. only thing that I think is a fair argument, which you brought up. Or you're about to bring up, I guess. And the reason, because I actually would thought about having him ahead of Devontae Smith. Because on film, I think he's a more talented mm-hmm. player than Devontae Smith. Right. It's close, but to me, that's just how I feel. Granted, these stats is the reason why I pushed him to three. <laughs> this. So, if you're if you don't know much about uh, Jalen Waddle and you don't know much about what he does, and you're you like analytics. Um, listen up and then Google it because a lot of people were talking. I saw a guy on the internet being like, Oh, Jalen Waddle has more receiving yards over the course of his career than Devonte Smith, which <laughs> might be true. I, I don't more know. More receiving yards, more uh, receiving career think, college receiving yards. Than I don't think Jalen that's Waddle. true. Look it up. And Oh wait, Devonte Smith know. has more than Waddle. Or no, Waddle, Waddle has more career college receiving yards than Devonte Smith. Can you look that up? Um, this is his first year in college football, rookie year. He played all 15. He played in 15 games. That is false. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, did you look up Jalen Waddle's numbers too? I don't have to. Look at how many yards do you have? That's Devontae Smith. Yeah. I don't know what this guy was talking about, but he said, oh, he had more yards. And I'm like, what the freak are you talking about with Jalen Waddle? So in his, in his first year in college football, he's 20 years old. Um, so already late breakout. Like, 20 years old in your first year in college as a as a freshman that's very very late um he had 45 receptions on 56 targets for 848 yards and seven touchdowns so that's a decent that's a decent that's a decent season in college football like that was pretty good second year he played 13 games he had 38 targets 33 receptions 560 yards and six touchdowns so he did all of this with henry ruggs and jerry judy on the field which is pretty good yeah Following year after that, he only played in six games. He had 32 targets, 28 receptions, uh, 591 yards, which he saw a massive increase in yards per reception. I think it was by four yards from the previous year. And they had four receiving touchdowns. When you look at that, I don't see a Jamar Chase 1,700-yard season. I don't see a Devontae Smith. Correct, yeah. 18, like, if you... He if never had just, a... 
let's just say Jalen Waddle played for the entire season next to Devontae Smith, he wouldn't have reached the same numbers that Devontae Smith reached. He, he would might have been really good though. He might have reached <laughs> 1,300 yards and like eight or nine touchdowns, but I just think I don't like Alabama wide receivers to begin with, and I may Julio be wrong Jones on and that. Calvin Ridley, bro. I yeah, I mean. <laughs> fair i mean i don't like julio jones but he literally just gets oh he's no my i don't favorite player. i don't mean favorite like i don't mean like i don't like him as a player like i think he's good i just think he landed in the perfect situation in in atlanta and he julio? gets a lot of target yeah with with matt ryan and in an offense that throws it 600 times yeah i would i would say that's a decent landing spot for him when he they traded up for him you know that Oh, I think he's the, one of the most. He might be the most talented wide receiver. In I'm not saying my he's lifetime. not. I'm not saying he's not talented. I just say he. <laughs> Other than I'm, saying, I'm saying he landed in a perfect landing spot for him, which is fine. Yeah. They traded up. for I him. think there could have been better spots. I don't think Matt Ryan is that great. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, debate for another day. But I'm just saying, I I think there are some really good. There obviously every school as good as Alabama is going to have some really good wide receivers. Of course, yeah. Okay. I think you mean in more recent years. I just mean like, in more recent like years. Like teams. I really like Jerry Judy. Think he's fantastic. I think Devontae Smith might be good, but I don't really like Henry. Rook. I don't like the speed wide receivers coming out of out out of Fair. Alabama. I think. There's a lot of hype surrounding guys like Jalen Waddle and excitement surrounding Jalen Waddle, and I just I I watch him on film. I look at his numbers. I look at his metrics. I don't see any of it. The only thing that really pops off the page is the fact that he's probably going to run in the low threes and maybe even a four two. And if he does that, I mean, it really depends on the type of offense that you get. But if 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 his job coming into the NFL is going to be like Henry Ruggs, where he just runs straight and crossing patterns, deep well, crossing then, yeah, patterns. Yeah, he's going to be a bust. Then he's going to be a bust. I don't th- if you use him like that, then I don't think you scouted him well enough. Yeah. If an NFL team does that, I, I think they just right. missed the point on Waddle. Right. What I will quickly say about Jalen Waddle, one last thing. I don't like that breakout age. Mm-hmm. They listed him at 22, meaning this year, yeah. because this was his best year, but he only played six games. As a freshman, okay, in 2018, mm-hmm. when he was 19 years old, and even eighteen, I think, when he started the year, he was very, he was very good. And playing with mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, playing with Henry Ruggs, playing, I think, with Devontae Smith as well. But Devontae Smith was probably the fourth guy that year. I'm sorry, Alabama. I didn't mean to hate on you, by the way. He had 45 catches, 800 yards, yeah. seven touchdowns. Yeah. But playing as the wide receiver three, I mean, that's pretty darn good and you could make the argument that was his breakout i i I think too with alabama like i I was talking about earlier if you find a wide receiver that has a breakout age at alabama early then that receiver is ridiculous i think that was julio (laughs) well and this is we'll go we can go back and look at this julio jones right now his breakout age in college okay just load um, his breakout age in college, 19 years old, yep. which is exactly where you need to be, 76 percentile. You look at Calvin Ridley, who also what? Uh, Calvin Ridley up, might be older. Is Jalen Waddle going to end up in freaking Atlanta because Atlanta drafts all these? Yeah, Atlanta. Calvin Ridley was a little older. Uh, Calvin Ridley a little older, 20 years old, uh, 45th percentile. So he actually had still younger than still younger than the two guys that you have coming out now. So for me, I just I'm not really excited about Jalen Waddle. I think I, you know I still have him five. Yeah, and I do. I might like Terrence Marshall but more than him. That's just what I don't like about the analytics, though, because I think you could make the argument that Waddle's real breakout age was nineteen. Is what I'm trying to say. I guess, but it's really about breakout age is not necessarily about numbers. It's about efficiency, and that was his worst efficiency but year po- in college football. Like you playing need, as a wide receiver, you need to be getting like twenty. You need to be getting between nineteen and twenty-one yards per reception, and he's he got seventeen that year, I believe. So anyway, I'm not a huge fan of Jalen Waddle. I know Wait, you like him. Nineteen to twenty yards for reception. 
He had 18.8. I mean, that's pretty good. Devontae Smith had 15 this year. I know that's why. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Did I, did I say I like Devontae Smith? I physically want to move him down my board. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, Jalen Waddle. Let, let's talk landing spots because we have to end the show. It's I don't like any of those landing spots, by the way, that you put. For, I will say what Waddle. Giants, I, Jets, Eagles. That's literally, I found that on like four different websites. <laughs> of these five guys, I think Rondo Moore and Waddle are both the biggest chance of busting because yeah. they, uh, yeah. because of how a team could use them. Yeah. Um, and I think if Waddle goes to the Jets or Eagles, he's going to probably be a bust. Giants, he might be Giants, okay. Giants, he might it's, be okay. It's gonna you know be what? Like, it's going to be like Jerry Judy going to the Denver Broncos. Do you think Broncos. the Jets are better now with the San Francisco coaching staff and how they would use no. like Debo and I think Brent I Ayuk. think their offensive coaching staff and their team generally is going to be better. I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Yeah. And, well, and it, I, uh, see, I don't know. I'm, because it's Wilson. Right. Like, do you think do you think Robert Sala and and the uh, the the quarterbacks coach that they brought over, I believe, is a quarterbacks coach from San yes, Francisco yeah, that yeah. they brought over. Do you think they're going to be able to change the Jets' offense in one year enough to make it so that a guy like Jan Waddle walks into Probably the not. Jets' room and I think they could change him and it, Denzel but not actually work together. Change well. it from like 30, 30th in the NFL to like twenty third, <laughs> not like thirtieth to like top ten. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they might be better. Next, I think they will be. I mean, they were awful this year. Yeah, they'll be better. Year, they're going to be better, but I don't think it's going to be enough to get Jalen right. Waddle in that top. Like the Eagles are a bad landing spot. It's funny that all of these guys, with the exception of the Giants, the Jets, and the Eagles, like if they bring in this guy, they literally the Jets have Denzel Mims, who was what a four three as well. Jalen Waddle a four three, so it's two speed oh, guys. Yeah. I mean, he would actually the, be so the Eagles with Jalen Rieger and yeah, him the like two the two guys. speed guys. The reason the Giants, I, I don't I don't know what the Giants are doing. The reason I'm like actually. I'm still not okay with the Jets, but I I think I would like that more than other players is because I think he would complement Denzel Mims really well. They would just need to figure out what yeah, they're doing. Right. I mean, it could work, but I, I for me, Jalen Waddle, like you have to if if I'm in a if I'm on a rookie uh, dynasty, like yeah, I, I I you you'd have to hold me down and force me to draft him. <laughs> what if he falls to like the I, second round? I would start drafting running backs and. Really? No, no, I'd probably draft Waddle in the second round, but you took rugs, bro, last year. I know, and I'm mad about it. See, this is what happens. Alabama burned me. They <laughs> yeah. burned me this year. So anyway, the, I, I, you know what? And I also say this about Calvin Ridley with Alabama. You literally went to the team. That, that's what I'm saying. You're like the the Atlanta Falcons are not a good landing spot. They are when you throw it 625 times. That is true. Times. That is true. <laughs> like it's not bad. To, it's not he, bad. He doesn't have to be that means, good but. if you're throwing it that much. You know what I mean? So it should be interesting to see where all these guys land and what they do. Next week, I think we're going to talk about running backs, I believe, um, on next Thursday's show for uh, our top five dynasty rookie running backs. Um, so hopefully you got anything uh, productive out of this to help you. Um, once we get landing spots, we yes. can start making projections. You know now I'm a Rashad Bateman truther. And Rick loves Jalen Waddle for some reason. I do not. <laughs> Just compared to your hate, I like Jalen Waddle. I will talk to you Tuesday, my friends. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>